Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to 54 cents a mile. Teams get up to 58 cents a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the elite fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the lease purchase program with payments as low as $345. You can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey, drivers. Are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator, or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Hey, drivers. Have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. So I read a thing the other day, uh, trucking employment continues. That's good. It's growing. That's good. Well, I mean, in the in the time that we're in right now, uh, you know, a lot of trucking companies are. It's funny the way, it's funny the balance of trucking right now. If you look at it, you know, you have times where trucking companies they can't find drivers, mm-hmm. and and you know it's like trying to find a bar of gold, right? And then there's times where trucking companies can't find freight. Mm-hmm. And so that's been the balance for the last couple of years, okay, where the tariff war started in October of 18 and truck dry van companies started really, you know, going out of business like crazy. Yeah, it's all started dropping on them. Right. And so, and then, you know, flash forward to the beginning of 2020 and the COVID-19 appears. And if you recall what happened with a lot of companies... <laughs> A lot of companies aren't even like, for example, we were, we wanted to get our daughter a new Mac the other day. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And, and we went online to see if they had the right, the computer we wanted to get her. 
Mm-hmm. And what do we see? Apple stores are closed. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like all Apple stores. Um, we're afraid of the COVID. But anyways, so the Apple stores, there's nobody working. So it's and it's that's just a small scale. There's a lot of companies that have shut down. And then what happened was, here's the craziness of this. The government started handing out an additional $600 per unemployment check. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're, let's say you were bringing home $400 a week on a regular job, which right. is a joke. For a trucker, yeah. 400 bucks is a joke. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But because there's an additional $600 on there now, guaranteed, now a trucker, right? Because I think what the maximum uh, uh, that you can collect on unemployment is like four or $500. Yeah, I actually don't know. Right. I, I think I think that it it is. I think it's either four or five hundred bucks. And so if you were collecting five hundred bucks, close to five hundred bucks, you're now getting eleven hundred dollars to right. sit at home. Right. So that mixed into that, you know how it said trucking employment's starting to grow? Mm-hmm. They're really talking about the drivers is mm-hmm. what they're really you know what I mean? It's because ninety nine percent of Trucking employment is truckers. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they're really saying is, okay, now more truckers are going back to work. Well, what happened was at the end of July, the $600 guarantee went away. And so, I mean, and it, it did, it, it ended. But just today, they redid it and guaranteed now 400 extra. So now instead of 600 you're now getting 400. So if you're a guy that was getting the max of 400 and some dollars, $500, whatever it is, now you're getting an additional 400. So say you were getting 450, now you're collecting 850, down $200 a week. Okay? You're still bringing home 850. Right, you're still bringing home more. Well, and to me, they're saying, well, it's growing. It's going to grow slow because here goes the guarantee again now. Now, I can't blame a trucker I can't actually blame anybody. There's Walmart workers, or actually they didn't get laid off, but everybody else that got... People that did get a, a lower income that never had a job that made much money... Correct. ...is now... Making money. You know, thinking they're all rich. You know, I'm going to go and get some money. Well, it's... You know, but it's... For doing nothing. Right. I mean, and a lot of people are, you know, pissed off about it. And I, I just can't... I'm going to say this. I don't blame anybody. If you're handing me... 1100 bucks to sit at home or 900 bucks to sit at home. Like if you were only getting say 275 unemployment, you were getting that 600 also. So you're just about getting 900. You're making more than your job paid you. Right. And and you don't even have to go in. You can sit at home and watch um uh I don't know, Gilligan's Island or whatever the hell they watch today on television. Mm-hmm. You could sit around watching TV now, eating bonbons and cracking a beer and you don't even have to go to work. And and to be honest with you, again, I'm going to say it, I don't blame them. I can't, I mean, I'm now me. I can't sit around and do nothing. That's just me. But you make it hard for a guy to go to work when you pay him more than his work's paying him. Well, okay, since we are yin and yang, here's my take on it now. Okay. Okay. So everybody says about the businesses that are going out of business, right? Or at least aren't doing business right now. Right. Well, most of them, if they can't hire someone to go in there and work... That's a problem, right? They there. can't. They can't produce. They can't. There's companies that literally cannot 
do anything because they don't have the workers to help them succeed in doing those items that they're, you know, the things that they're trying to do because that person would rather stay at home. Right. So in, in return, the American that does not want to go back to work is contributing to the downfall of those companies because they don't want to go to work. Right. But, but do you blame them? <sighs> well, can I, 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 guess can I just I, interject with a question? Because mm-hmm. uh, like, you want to give me your take. Okay. I just want you to just think about something while you're giving me your, your take. What if you're a trucker, right, and you were working for one of these OTR companies where, you know, the miles are okay, and you were grossing maybe $1,000, $1,200, and you were bringing home, like, say, six seventy five, eight eight fifty a week. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you're collecting the max, which is almost $500, mm-hmm. and you were getting the additional 600 You were actually bringing home about $300 clear a week than you were from your over-the-road job, and you don't have to be out on the road from your family for two, three weeks at a time. You can just sit back and collect. What, what would you do? Would you go back on the road and lose money? I would go back on the road because my CDL, once you are not working for a certain amount of time, goes bad. Yeah, but for not for in a couple months. No, but I still wouldn't want to take that chance. Let's let's put it this way, okay? You're at home now, not driving, uh-huh. right? Yeah. How long does does when when, when a recruiter or a, a safety director looks at that job and says, like I sat at home, yeah, but, you know, they're not going to blame them, but the 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 fact that they're sat at home, you if you had a at that time a good um, med card, well, not being driving and stuff, you're going through a lot of process again. You know, as far as what the med card, what I mean is a. You're, you Because you haven't used it, you have to go through the physicals and stuff with some of the companies now over again. When you actually had a good one, you probably might have, you know, if you're a driver that, that was borderline on having to, to with, with either sugar or with um, the issues that they, they always like to go and, and, and drop it down, like high blood pressure. Well, now if your, your med card is now expired, but you haven't worked. Now you're kind of you kind of put yourself in a little jam there, in my opinion. But I think honestly, not driving, you're hurting yourself because companies don't want to see a driver sitting around when they could be working. I, and, you know, this is the truth. I can appreciate that you want to try to match with some, with me, and, oh my and, gosh. And, and come back and oh my gosh, and come back with a match wits. <laughs> I think Did it's, you go there? I, I just think it's actually Did so you, cute. Did you sit there and go there? Well, because like what you're saying is it's like you're you're naming minor problems. Okay, a guy's med card runs out. Okay, I haven't worked. I haven't driven in six months. First off, trucking companies in these times will understand why a driver wasn't working. But even more importantly, if you've got five years, ten years experience. Now, if you're a guy that only has six months experience and you took off the last six months to a year, you might have more of an issue getting a good job. Mm-hmm. But the guys that have been driving two, three, we four, five years. But those, we didn't state what kind of driver. Right. But, you know, the average driver that has experience, he's off for the last six months because of the COVID. There ain't even going to be a blink of an eye for that guy to not go back to work. And if his med card ran out, I promise you, collecting an additional two, $300 a week above what you were bringing home to begin with, or maybe even the same to sit at home, that's a nothing problem for these guys. If I was, I'm just saying, if I was in their shoes, I probably would have took a little time off myself. Why not? I mean, but if I could make more money being on the road, I'm going to be on the road. But here's the thing. Here's what you didn't mention. Okay, the driver that's worked 10 years mm-hmm. and has that experience. Right. 
he's going to be a driver that, you know, hopefully took good care of his CDL and didn't job hop, didn't take, you know, six months prior to that, where in the last three years, he only has, you know, maybe eight months because he kept jopping around and doing certain things. Those are the drivers I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the good driver that has a good solid 10 years and in the last three years, those solid drivers, let them take that break. They're not taking a break, the solid guys. So you just stuck your foot out your mouth. I matched wits with you there, just saying. I'm just trying to think what you're talking about. Shut up. I feel like I'm talking to a a cartoon sometimes. I'm... I was trying to do that. I can't do it He's though. Like, I feel like I'm in Toontown sometimes. I'm but like, where are you welcome going? To, welcome to my life. Where are you going? I look at you every day thinking that. So what? The, Toontown. Yeah. But One of these days you're gonna laugh yourself to death, you weasels. <laughs> <laughs> but but my point is, is the drivers that are the drivers that are wanting to stay at home and get that extra money, and do not I much. Don't, I don't fault them. I'm not faulting them, but. What I'm telling them is you got to really be careful because if you're the driver that, you know, the company closed down that you work with before that. So really the last six months turned into really the last eight or close to a year because you didn't have a good job before that or um, you had a seasonal job before that. And, you know, so the last three years are really sketchy. You might be really hurting yourself. Well, by I, not going back to work when you can. And talking to some of the trucking companies, I am hearing a lot of your guys that are, like, say, have abandonments or, like, 10 jobs in the last three years. Those guys are really having it rough finding work right now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, in really, really good times, if you have a Class A CDL and a little bit of experience, you get a job. It's like you can have 20 jobs in a day. That's just trucking. Mm-hmm. But when you have a down industry and you, you find a really good company that's tight on Like there's a lot of companies that they're not looking. In fact, I was talking to a company in Minnesota the other day, and they're a really decent company. They said, you know what? They said, what's really weird? We are not getting people quitting. And the and the reason being is because if you have a company that actually has freight and they have a job, they're not leaving right now because they know that it's really brutal out there right now with trucking companies trying to... That's why I like a lot of your lease purchase companies, um, these guys um, in dry van, you know, they're, you know they, they go to these companies that are percentage or thinking they're going to get a lot of miles. And if you don't have a niche and you're relying on brokers right now, it's it's a it's brutal. So therefore, a lot of guys are not quitting their jobs right mm-hmm. now. But as soon as the freight starts getting better and better, okay, that's when drivers start moving. Why? Because I can make more money going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of trucking companies, um, in really really good times, they do what's called over hire. Um, if you have a hundred trucks, you will, and this is a rule of thumb. A lot of a lot of truck drivers aren't even aware of this rule. If you have a hundred trucks, right? You actually, as a fleet, you have to count on 25% of your fleet being down. And what I mean by that is injured workers, sick workers, guys on vacation, trucks that are broke down and in the shop. So you have to figure for 25% over hire. So if you have 100 trucks, you really want to try to have more than 100 drivers, okay, all uh, going at the same time. The companies that don't take that in consideration, they're the ones that are constantly, you know, they'll come close to getting their fleet full, and then what they'll do is they'll back off on their hiring. You know, really the trick in trucking is to grow. 
it's hard to just maintain what you have mm-hmm. unless you have a niche a niche company that the drivers are all making really seriously good money to where nobody leaves mm-hmm. and that's all, that those kind of companies aren't around as much like they used to be so as far as trucking growing and 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 drivers coming back to work i believe we really came around to this <laughs> uh, from the beginning statement. Uh, I really believe the reason a lot of them are, are, you know, drivers were more going back to work because we're going into the second week of August and this new package happened. I know there was a lot of drivers that were going, okay, they're going to, they're coming out with something new. I'm going to wait it out because if I go back to work, I can't see the, the trick on unemployment when July 31st came and that first package ended to where a truck driver was getting that additional 600 right excuse me the coffee's burping up um if if the drivers would have gone back to work what happened was this new package comes out two weeks later right and guess what you can't just quit your job and go collect unemployment unemployment don't work that way you can't just say oh i don't like it here i'm gonna quit you literally have to either be laid off or terminated the wrong way or just something happened to where you can't work. You can't just say, I'm going to quit my job and collect unemployment. It doesn't work that way in, in the unemployment office. You know that, right? Actually, I don't know anything about unemployment because I never was on it. But here's the thing that I want to say, or at least ask a question, I should say. Mm-hmm. When you're on unemployment, mm-hmm. you can't file taxes with that income to get like, cause you didn't pay taxes on it. Right. I think, I think it has, to, you, I think you have to, um, f- I'm pretty sure that has to be added into your taxable income at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean like you file it, yeah. but because you didn't claim taxes on it, if you're on unemployment for a long period of time, do you have to pay like at the end of the year taxes then? Like, are you stuck on that? Like if you're a person that usually would get like a big $8,000, uh, return because of your claims, wouldn't that jack that down because they're going to take money from what you would have had to pay on taxes for that unemployment out of that whatever your big ter- return usually would have been? I, I think that's probably the case. I, I can't testify. Why don't you Google it and ask ask Google real quick um, if, if you're on unemployment all year, do you have to pay tax, uh, income tax on, on that income? It's an income, right? I mean, why shouldn't you have to pay tax on it if you're getting... I mean, it's kind of weird, though. You know what's funny about income uh, unemployment? What people don't realize, and this is the one thing that a lot of people don't understand, unemployment is like Social Security. If you're getting it, you paid it in to get it. You earned it. So when a man or a woman gets unemployment for their wages, he actually earned that. You understand that right there? When you're, when you're a trucker and, and every week you get your check, on, there's a, a little thing on there to where you're paying in for unemployment tax, meaning in case you're ever unemployed and you can legally collect it, you deserve it. Anybody collecting unemployment hopefully deserves that unemployment because they paid in. What does it say? Well, the the first thing I read says, according to the IRS, unemployment benefits are taxable income. This means that any unemployment compensation that you receive from a state or the federal government must be included in your taxable in your income and will be taxed at your ordinary tax income tax rate. Then I seen this other thing that I was starting to read, which I'm not sure. It says, um, 
Hold on. I thought it said something like if you live because of the CARES Act, it's like if you live in certain states, you might not you, you might not have to. It might be um, exempt I, from it. I thought I heard that this 600 that they're giving out is not um, it's like you don't have to pay any of that back and there's no tax on it. That's what, I, I thought I heard that. But again, I can't testify to it. But let me tell you a little story I, where I grew up at. There was this family that was on welfare their whole life. Right. And you know what they did one day? They hit the lottery. Mm. For I'm not kidding you. For it was like maybe a million or maybe a little less. Guess what? Twenty, thirty years of welfare had to be paid back. Really? Absolutely. Those guys, they were not. They did not. The government was right there. Absolutely. These guys. But hey, you know, why would they well, make first them off, you're, on, you're on welfare and playing the lottery. Um, think about that. I mean, if you're on welfare, meaning you need help. You have help. no extra money. Yeah. And look, I don't, I don't fault anybody on welfare that needs it. I'm not, I'm not here to put them down. I'm just saying. But if you're on welfare and you're buying beer and you're and you're trading your food stamps for money and you're getting cigarettes with it and and you know, I, it's just it is what it is. It's so abusing you, the system that you way. You take your money and you buy a lottery ticket. You hit it. Governments are waiting to get their money back. And believe me, they do on any of those cases. So I don't know with unemployment what happens at the end of the year. I mean, I, I would I would think it's taxable, but it's funny as you've already paid that in all your life. So that's the kind of things that. You got to think to yourself, if I'm a truck driver for the last 10 years and I'm making money and I'm paying my unemployment taxes and then all of a sudden COVID-19 comes in, all these companies shut down, there's no work and I can't get work and blah, blah, blah. I'm paying, I'm getting now paid some of that money I put back in, but now I'm going to get taxed on it. So it's kind of weird. That $600 boost that they gave, it says, but the money, but that money is considered taxable e- income, even the new $600 boost, dollar boost. Well, you don't have to pay Social Security and Medicare taxes. Oh, what? Something just pop pop up on my screen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) While receiving unemployment benefits, you do have to pay federal income taxes and state taxes in some jurisdictions. Some states, however, waive income taxes on unemployment checks. If you live in California, Montana, New Jersey, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Virginia, your unemployment benefits are tax exempt. Additionally, seven states, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming do not levy any state income tax, which we already know you don't have any state taxes on our states. Mm -hmm. So um, California, Montana, New Jersey, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Virginia are supposedly not taxing the 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 unemployment unemployment checks right now. Yeah. But, you know, you, I don't know. I don't know what will happen, honestly. All right. Well, I just like I said, I seen a report that um, the uh, trucking employment is continuing to grow, and like I said, it's a it's a catch twenty two with trucking companies right now because a lot of them don't have the freight, and they know they still have to hire a driver, even though they might not have the extra freight for that driver. But they know if it, let's just say you have a hundred trucks and you're barely keeping these guys going. In fact, your the guys miles are down. And you think, okay, if I don't hire, what happens? Next week I may lose five or ten drivers. Then I'm really in trouble mm-hmm. because as soon as the freight blows open... Which now, it's going to. Well, we know that. The economy does that. I mean, Lord willing, it's going to turn around. But the bottom line is if I let ten guys go and if I'm not constantly trying to grow my fleet, even in these times, you have to figure out a way to maintain your trucking fleet. 
you know, and it's hard because you can't keep these guys happy, the drivers, because if you don't have miles, if I'm a truck driver back in the industry and you can't give me miles, I'm quitting. I got to find a place to, mm-hmm. to to be able to, to run, you know, that's just with some, the, with some yeah. of the companies that we know, you know, they, they have their good, they still have their own freight. And so it's good because, you know, they're, they've, they're doing well with them, with that, with their products. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I said, if you have your freight, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you, but look, you look at like Tyson and some of those companies where the guys were walking out, you know, because of things or some people were getting sick, whatever the case is. And next thing you know, you're shutting your plant down. Well, that affects other industries. Yeah, but those things are all coming right back. I mean, all that stuff is coming back now, you know. I know the glass is half full with you. I get that. It always is. But think of it this way. You got to look at it. But right now it's half empty. No, it's not. It's getting fuller. <laughs> it's it's got a, it's got a little drip going, yeah. and the reason I say that is because first of all, right now we're going into our major freight part. You've got Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas coming up. Yeah. Hey, and what do I always and, tell you? And sh- I'm still ticking. So what's a tick? You're ticking, <laughs> ticking off my fingers. You're, I was doing this. You're still ticking. <laughs> okay. Hey, go ahead. But these drivers and these people that are on unemployment that are getting that extra money, mm-hmm. they want to spend it. Yeah. Yeah, so well, Christmas, these, these kids are going to have a great Christmas because hey, it's free. Let's get these. They're kids all going to be buying. So what's going to happen? The freight's going to come back. So if you don't get your foot out there and get in there and get your job, <laughs> when all that blows up, you're going to be, I don't know. So what do I tell you all the time about trucking when it's bad? I always say trucking's the first to see the bad times, right? Mm-hmm. Every time, I mean, every time the economy has taken a dump, I always tell you, listen, we're about to go into some b- BS. And it's not because I'm smart. It's because trucking is the birth of the economy. If the if trucking is going downhill a little bit, and I was watching companies panic almost two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was telling Rufus and all our buddies that are in trucking, or actually in other industries, I was telling them, listen, we're, we're going into bad times. And they were all going, Troy, you're st- what are you, crazy, man? They're building the house is like crazy, man. We're just pumping money into our pockets. Yeah. And I said, trust me, it's coming. Well, the COVID made it even worse, but it was getting bad before the COVID. And what I always tell you also is what? Trucking's the first to see the good. We're the first to see the bad times. And then the rest of the world suffers. It's like a trickle effect. And then, or a boomerang effect, whatever you want to call it. And then trucking sees the good times first. Well, unfortunately, the good times ain't here yet. I was talking to a guy that's really knows his stuff in freight indexes and volume and stuff. And he told me, he said, Troy, you will not even see anything close to a turnaround till spring of next year. I'm telling you. He and I believe he's right because we are not seeing any good times. I noticed you said, Well, Christmas is coming. No, All that is a little boost. That's and not it's a good. Gonna, and then the spring's right after that. So well, I honestly think that we're gonna start seeing it soon. Honey, listen to me. He just like tapped his forehead and had that ugh, look on his. I'm just telling y'all, you can see the image in your mind. Okay, listen for real. Christmas comes once the, a year. The first week or two in January <laughs> is after that. It's still decent, and then yeah. the rest of January, February, and March takes a big dump. Why is that? You know why? Because the winter comes, and you if, have drivers that don't want to drive in the winter. Well, flatbed freights like do- goes down because. A lot of construction's going on. Uh, roads can't be made under 55 degrees. So literally, all that freight slows down, and that means less workers' gloves, less workers' boots, less food, le- less all kinds of stuff gets sold 
because a lot of truckers, seasonal guys, they're off for the, the, the winter. I'm just saying, the winter, the, the first three quarters, that's why it's called the soft quarter. And then all of a sudden, April comes around and trucking catches on fire and, and everything booms. Well, we haven't had that for two years. We're just hoping this coming April that you'll see this big giant blast or, or sooner. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna hit, and I think it's not gonna slow down. I don't think our, our first quarter is gonna be as soft as you think, because I think everybody's gonna be buying a lot of stuff because they have all this extra money that they're getting. Ruth Ann has her rainbow goggles on. She sees things so bright. Jeff got my unicorn going. I don't mean to be so drizzly. Glitter and rainbows. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to be so. I don't mean to be so so. Like a Debbie negative down, nanny. Negative nanny. I, I I don't mean. I'm just being real. I'm just telling. Listen, I believe it's going to turn around like you, but I don't believe for a second that this Christmas is the spark of the good times. I really don't. I I I think we need to get you know uh, more manufacturing in the country. I think we need to get more freight coming into the country. And then, see, when trucking is... Vote Troy, yeah. Vote for Troy. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. It, um, if I'm the president, I will... No, but for real, if, if, if when you start seeing trucking companies on, like, this hiring blitz, okay, and you know how you can tell when trucking companies are on a hiring blitz? When they take... Almost anything that and applies. And they're not. And that's the thing is they're not doing that right, right now. So they're not doing it because we haven't quite hit that spot. But I really do think that in the next month or so, it's going to hit that. And we're going to see that huge turnaround. It's going to start going in there. And I believe it. You do believe it. Tap your heels. I believe. You do, don't you? <laughs> All right. So... You know, it's funny. Actually, I, I, I didn't want to go this long about just that. I had a few other things to talk about. We can... <laughs> you talk about nuts and stuff. Well, I, I just was going to talk about a few things, but, you know, we're pretty much not too far from uh, ending it. What, what What's your word of the day? Let's go there. Let's go. Can we use it in trucking? Well, I'm sure we can. Yes. Hold on. I got to turn the volume. Hey, while you're doing that, I seen a, a, a video the other day where... a uh, what is it called? Well, you were the one telling me about it. Tap. Truckers yeah, against... Yeah, against, Truckers against what? Predators. You know, it's funny. I actually didn't know them. I know there's like all kind of... What's that one um, Jesse and them are f- part of? What are they called? C- hunted and confronted. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they go after the pervies in, mm-hmm. in trucking. And, and w- that guy the other day that you were watching, what was that about? The, he, he, was, he was trying to hook up with a... Was it a little it girl a thir- or a little boy? It was a... Uh, uh, 32-year-old guy trying to hook up with a 13-year-old girl. Right. And then and their, their decoy. He was doing the Dateline guy. What was that guy? Hanson. Hanson. What was his first name? Uh-huh. Something Hanson. He used to show up and he'd go, I'm blah, blah, blah from... Yeah. from. Well, the guy from TAP does it. And he was chasing yeah. the guy. And it was like an Oakland... What is that? Green green, green something out, out of Lafayette. Like right. in like Oklahoma, was it Oklahoma or Arkansas? Something hey, like that. listen. I mean this sincerely. If you're a truck driver... And you like little kids, it, you're gonna get caught. I can tell you right now. I'm, and 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 I am I am so happy to see anybody that messes with little kids get put away for life. I mean it. You, well, this wasn't a trucker that 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 did it. It was a trucker just catching him. It was a trucker catching him. Well, this was like a, a regular guy. Uh, and that, I, it's not his first time either. Most truckers that I know have strong convictions, and I'm glad. You know, that you can look someone in the eye and say, this is good or this is bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, those those truck drivers that are 
participating in not not just tap. There's there's what's the truckers against trafficking trafficking that's another great group of of, mm -hmm. and and anybody that's listening hunted and confronted i mean we have a bunch that are really great people yeah anybody listening right now follow these guys follow tap Mm -hmm. follow um truckers against trafficking um follow hunted and confronted follow um what was truckers final mile Mm -hmm. you know these are all people that we love to advocate for. These are good organizations in mm-hmm. trucking. And even like the, the truckers against trafficking, if I remember correctly, a lot of those guys have, there's police forces that have actually will take um, uh, crowds like truckers and literally work with them and show them how to recognize signs on the road. Like mm-hmm. when you're going down the road to be able to recognize when somebody, sometimes you don't think someone's in trouble and there wasn't, there's been plenty of times where a trucker recognized that, there's somebody in trouble in that car mm-hmm. or there's somebody in trouble in that parking lot just by little signals or signs. And, and, and here they were kidnapped and saved by truckers. Believe me, there's a lot of stories like that. There is, there is. And, and right now, honestly, we have a society of, of just not just perverts, but just really demented people out it's there. It's always good versus against evil. Right. That's, that's, that's Except, life. But you know, if the, these people that want to do good, are are trained and just get the information that they need they could be great people and you don't know what will happen if you end up saving that one person how great you'll feel knowing that you made a huge change in someone's life well just think if you're a trucker and you cover 500 miles as an average in a day Mm -hmm. you go by a lot of people and a lot of people go by you Mm -hmm. and you know there's plenty of times where people said they were kidnapped and they were trying to signal people, mm-hmm. but they couldn't do it like, you know, in a big panic because they didn't want the people taking them to know mm-hmm. that they were signaling people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being alert is is a major thing. You know, a lot of people are nonchalant. So, and sometimes we just got to kind of get up and be prepared mm-hmm. to be watching for things. You know, right. anything you can do to help on the road. And they say if you suspect something like TAP, uh, Truckers Against... Um, pedophiles and truckers against trafficking. They say if you if you even um, suspect something, you can call those hotlines anonymous, right? And say, look, I'm, I'm giving you a license, a, 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 a license. Something funny is going on in, in a vehicle. You know, I want to remain anonymous. Um, I don't have the numbers on because we didn't expect to be talking about this, but um, just look them up, truckers against trafficking, and and get their hotline. And call it if you suspect something. There's an app even that they have if that you could download as far as, I, like, you can become, like, a member or even just mm-hmm. you could download load the app, and it gives you the anonymous numbers. Like, it gives you all that information that you could just honestly just hit it. But check it out. I mean, on, the, the, the huge impact that you can make on one person's life just by saving them, it's you would save a drowning victim if you've seen them. Well, I mean, a lot of people, I, I seen a story recently where a trucker pulled another trucker out of a burning truck. Mm-hmm. He saved his life. Right. And they asked him about, you know, him doing that. And he said, I would have wanted someone to do it for me. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with, you know, you, you know, if you see somebody you think might be in trouble, if it was your kid, you would want someone to pick up the phone and go, hey, just check this car out. I'm not sure. And, and make that call only because 
believe me, caution, being cautious is better than just saying, ah, is there probably clowning around in the car? You yeah. just don't know. Well, you don't know. There's so many children these days are always on their phones, they're on the computers, and they say these apps that the kids are in are extremely dangerous. That's how these predators are getting towards them between Instagram, Snapchat, um, TikTok is known known for certain things. These these applications, these kids are giving information unknowingly to these people that are predating, you know, being predators on them. They don't know it because they're kids. Okay, you got the word of the day. Let's yep. Let's move on. Susurus. Susurus. Mm-hmm. Spell it. S U S U R R U S. Susurus. Susurus. Hmm. Susurus. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's whispering, murmuring, or rustling. Really? I mean, it's whispering, wrestling, or murmuring. So basically... Rustling, not wrestling. Rustling. Yeah, like... Like like, like rustling cows? The quiet sorcerous is a soothing backdrop for reading. In other words, like the, the, the wind going through the tall grass... That would be Susurus. Oh. You could hear the Susurus of the audience before the curtain went up. Okay. Interesting. You can hear like the little... You can hear the Susurus in the off- orientation room while the drivers sit amongst each other. <laughs> Wacko. Uh, hey, no, basically it's that off in the distance sound. Whispering, a, murmuring, or rustling. Yeah. Okay, cool. You have anything else? Let's get out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.